Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ecclesiastes 3, verses 9 through 15, a little bit in chapter 2 as well. Before we get to that, though, I want to share a quote that has meant something to me lately. I'm a head boys high school basketball coach at a local Christian school, and it's a position that just kind of opened up and I wasn't planning on, but set of circumstances unfolded that I needed to step into that role this year and I'm trying to do the best I can. The thing that excites me the most is helping shape these young men's hearts and minds toward the Lord. And toward that end, I found a quote from another Christian coach who is at Virginia and won the NCAA tournament a couple years ago. His name's Tony Bennett. When he was asked after that game what it meant to him to achieve that highly sought-after goal, he borrowed a quote from his dad, who's also a Christian coach. And here's the quote, Because I know what truly matters, it enables me to enjoy what seems to matter like this. And what he's saying is, to everyone else in the basketball world, this seems to be truly significant. But because I know that it's not truly significant, because I know what truly does matter, namely Jesus Christ, the gospel, the truth of God's word, because I know what truly matters, it enables me to enjoy what seems to matter like this. And when Tony Bennett said that, he revealed that he understood some things that are being talked about in this book of Ecclesiastes about wisdom of God, about the truth of who he is and how we should live and think in his world. So like Andrew told us when we kicked this book off, it's a piece of wisdom literature that goes along with Proverbs and Job. We should take all of those together as one and 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 just kind of soak the wisdom in from different facets that come from each one of those. We've got a preacher or a teacher in this book. Many people think it's Solomon. Some think it's uh, someone else. We won't get into that right now. But this teacher in this preacher is kind of exposing the vanity or the meaninglessness. The, the Hebrew word is hebel. And if you want to understand that better, make sure you listen to our daily dose on the word hebel, which shows up in this book 38 times and understanding it helps open our minds and our eyes to understand what's really going on here. And this this preacher is, is trying to show us that life under the sun really doesn't amount to anything. It's meaningless. We're all going to die. Everything we work for really doesn't amount to anything. Uh, even wisdom isn't terribly valuable in, in the grand scheme of things. And the end result is we should fear the Lord and obey his commands. That's the only way we can live best life here as we await for God to bring true meaning after this life under the sun is done. So he's going through the vanity of self-indulgence in chapter two, the vanity of light living wisely, the vanity of toil and working hard to amass possessions. Let's read some of this. He says, in chapter 2, verse 1 and following, I'm going to skip around a lot. I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with pleasure, enjoy yourself. But behold, this was all vanity or meaningless or hebel. I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made myself gardens and parks and planted them in them all kinds of fruit trees. I also had great possessions of flocks and herds. I gathered for myself silver and gold. I got singers, both men and women and many concubines. So I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem. Then I considered all that my hands had done and the toil I had expended in doing it. And behold, it was all vanity and striving after the wind or meaningless or hebel. And there was nothing to be gained under the sun. 
So I turned to consider wisdom and madness and folly. I saw that there's more to gain in wisdom than in folly, and there's more gain in light than darkness. But I still perceived that what happens to the fool will happen to me also. So why have I been so wise? And in my heart, I said, this is also vanity or meaningless or hebel. I hated my toil in which I toil under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to men who will come after me. And who knows whether he will be a wise man or a fool, yet he will be master for all which I toiled and used my wisdom under the sun. This also is meaningless or hebel or vanity. He's talking about working and leaving inheritance. All the things that he worked for are going to be left behind to somebody else. Who knows how that person's going to think or, or, or handle the things that are left behind. And it's meaningless or vanity or hebel. Then we get to chapter 3, verses 9 through 15. Here's what he says. And this is kind of shocking. What gain has a worker from his toil? I have seen that the business of God has given to children of man to be busy with. He's made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he's put eternity in a man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. And I perceive that there's nothing better for them, therefore, than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, I perceive that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil, for this is God's gift to man. So he's saying right here, that all of this stuff is ulti- all this stuff under the sun is ultimately meaningless. However, that doesn't mean that we just completely disregard it. Rather, we can be joyful and do good, even though it's not ultimately meaningful, and we could enjoy the the pleasure from our toil and eat and drink because this is a gift of God to man. And when the writer, the preacher, the speaker in Ecclesiastes says this, he's capturing, or Tony Bennett is capturing a little bit of what this guy's saying, and that is, I understand that all this stuff is vanity. I understand that it's meaningless, and that is why I put my hope in God. That is why I fear the Lord and obey his commands. But in the meantime, what am I supposed to do? Just not live in this world and just kind of be depressed until I finally die and go to heaven and be with God where everything is made right? Well, no. That's not what you should do. What you should do is enjoy as God's gift to man the work that he's given us, the opportunities that he's given us, and obviously not in a sinful way, but in a way that is righteous and holy. It goes on in verse 14 to say this, I perceive that whatever God does endures forever and nothing can be added to it nor taken away from it. God has done it so that people fear before him. That which is already has been, that which is to be already has been, and God seeks what has been driven away. And in that, if we distill it, he is saying God is sovereign and God is big, and therefore that's why we should fear him. And that's why we should see that the things we're involved in under the sun here are ultimately not the source of significance or meaning. Ultimately, that comes from God. So back to Tony Bennett's words, and I told my guys this before one of our games recently. Because we know what truly matters, we can enjoy what seems to matter like this. So guys, that doesn't mean that playing this game is totally insignificant, that you shouldn't try, that you shouldn't work hard. Actually, what it means is that you should go out there and enjoy it and give it your very best because knowing that it is not ultimately meaningful, knowing that it doesn't ultimately matter, frees us up to live the best life, the most God-honoring life. And Lord, would you help us do that? Would you help us be wise and gain wisdom from these books? 
of wisdom and from these passages we've read today. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.